Hello, my name is Sadaf, and welcome to this week's episode of Little Bozos! Okay, so this episode actually is going to be a solo episode with just me, because Jenny has work. Boo! Everybody boo! The crowd booed! But yes, unfortunately, uh, while Jenny and I both have become um, cogs of the capitalism clock, our schedules just did not happen to work out this week. Yes, my smoke alarm is still broken. I am so sorry. But at this point, she's kind of her own character, I would say. Where was I? Hmm. Oh, yes, Jenny has been working a little bit. And so because of that, she was a little too busy. And so she wasn't able to make it for this episode. So, yeah, just a solo episode for this week. And for this week's episode, I thought I would talk a little bit about things I've learned in therapy. Yay! Everybody applaud! Please applaud! Well, so I've been in therapy for a little while now, probably like a month. It's something I probably should have gotten a lot earlier, maybe a decade earlier, but oh well, uh, wasn't able to happen, but at least I'm getting it now, which I think is a good thing. It's never too late in your life to start therapy, and if that is something you think you could benefit from or think you're ready for, I say go for it. And even if you're not ready for it, um, take your time with it. Uh, yeah, just take your time, know your boundaries and all that jazz and all that fun stuff. Ah, <sighs> yes. And well, since starting therapy, I've learned mm, a little bit, a lot of bit, a teensy-weensy bit as like a treat, methinks. I'm not entirely sure. I've only been going for like a month, so it hasn't really been a lot, but there have been little little tidbits, little itty-bitty tidbits of information that I've learned along the way that I think would be helpful for you guys. So while I'm paying for therapy with insurance, I'm going to give you guys things that I've learned for free. Everybody applaud and say thank you, Sadaf. I'll wait. Clap, 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 clap. Thank you, Sadaf. You're welcome, you guys. This is so fun. I just got off work and it's um it's kind of late. It's almost 11 p.m. So I'm a little bit tired and I'm a little bit unhinged. And working retail will do that to you. You will become tired and you will become unhinged. But honestly, I think it's for the better. I'm in a rather good mood and that's rare for me, I feel. But you know what? I'm having fun, so let's keep on going. Alright, first thing that I have learned, put yourself first. It's hard to do, it is really hard to do, and my therapist and other people in my life as well have called me out on this, that I never put myself first ever, and it is personally really, really hard to do for me. It's, I... I have people-pleasing tendencies, and my instinct is to go with what others want or do what others do to make them happy, even if that means, um, you know, sacrificing my own uh, happiness and comfortability, such as, like, picking up shifts on my day off when I really need that break. I actually did that today. Yup, everybody boo. Boo! Boo for picking up shifts on your day off when you didn't have to! I know, I know. I'll get better with it. My coworkers call me out on it all the time and they say, sit off, being such a pushover, or stop being such a pushover. And I say, I'm sorry, I, I get nervous and I feel like I have to say yes. But that's the thing. 
you don't have to say yes. You don't have to go and do these things that aren't going to make you comfortable for the sake of other people. And I feel like a lot of us grow up with that mindset of, oh, we need to make other people happy. And if I don't feel great about it, uh, it's, it's okay. It's whatever. But doing that over and over and over over the course of what a decade two decades three decades your whole life it it's not a healthy mindset to have and even now i recognize in myself that it's not a healthy mindset to have at all and it's been having more of a toll on me lately you know and it's not it's not a good thing for anyone i think to do and so putting yourself first starts i think with establishing boundaries establishing your own boundaries first and figuring out okay, what is it that I am versus am not comfortable with? What is it that does bring me happiness versus that doesn't bring me happiness? And I think from there, you got to go around establishing boundaries within your life. Like, oh, am I going to say yes to going out with these people even though I don't really know them all that well and they really want me to go? Do I really want to go and pick up the shift even though I've already worked like 37 hours and I really, really, really need a break after like, four straight days of working ah i think it all starts with boundaries boundaries and what does it all start with your childhood Ah, your childhood i know it's (laughs) it's so mean for me to say like when i wasn't uh given what i needed as a child and now i have problems later in life but that's unfortunately how life works out it can all be traced back to your childhood all of it. All of it can be traced back to your childhood or probably like the formative years. I don't know what the formative years are. I say that very broadly, but you know what I mean. Number two, stuff I've learned with my therapist. Um, Stop with the negative self-talk. I do it a lot. If you know me, I do it a lot. And my therapist is like, hey, so, like you got to stop. You got to stop. And I do it. A, I do it a lot. And it's not good. It's terrible, but it's unfortunately like a habit that I've picked up on that has just stayed with me and that I don't entirely know how to get rid of. But, you know, that's what therapy is for. That is what therapy is for. It's to recognize these things within myself and to establish good coping coping mechanisms for them so that I can further improve upon myself and grow as a person and all that fun, 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 fun stuff. But yeah, uh, negative self-talk, it's a really, really easy habit to fall into. I think a lot of us do it because the thought process is that if I am mean to myself first and I recognize those qualities about myself first, even if they are not necessarily true, then it won't matter as much if other people point them out. It's really easy to say like, haha, I'm so, so silly. That's not that bad. But just... Like, when I talk about my problems with my therapist, I'll go, it's stupid. Like, it's so, 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 so stupid. And she'll stop me and go, um, not loving the negative self-talk, and I have to find a different word to describe it. Because if I recognize those thoughts as stupid, even though that's not necessarily what they are, then it means that I'm self-aware and you don't have to call me out on them before I do. And that lessens the pain of it you know, of having someone else call those things out on you before you can. Did that sentence make sense? I'm going to assume that it made sense. And if it didn't make sense, you guys can tell me, okay? I'm going to pause so you guys can tell me. Yes, it off. It made sense. Okay, great. I'm so glad it made sense for you guys. 
but yeah, negative self-talk is a really hard thing to stop doing. And I think it starts with these little things, such as maybe not describing your problems as stupid to your therapist or to anyone or to yourself, because nobody's problems are stupid. Trust me, they may seem minuscule and little and in the grand scheme of things, not the biggest deal in the world, but that doesn't mean that they're stupid. You know, everyone's got things that are going on and don't minimize your problems for yourself. You know, the world is going to be mean to you and the world is going to humble you and that doesn't mean you have to do it to yourself first. You know, try try and be nice to yourself and that's such... It's one thing to say it, but it's another thing to put it into application. I know I've been struggling with it a lot lately and I don't know if I'm necessarily in a place where I can be positive about myself and say positive things, but I can at least... um you know, not use these terribly negative filler words and all that jazz. And so the third thing that I've learned from my therapist is I was supposed to do this this week, but I didn't, which is maybe go outside more. A lot of people lack vitamin D. And this is so funny. What did I say? Oh, never mind. Yeah. So a lot of people, uh, we do not go out in the sun the way we are supposed to. I, uh, a lot of people lack that vitamin D, and I'm pretty sure the human body needs, like, an adequate amount of magnesium or some other thing to be able to, like, properly absorb and process that vitamin D. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I failed chem my sophomore year of high school, and I had to retake the class, so honestly, oh, that's another thing. Take everything I say here with a grain of salt, I am in no way licensed to give anybody any kind of advice, but yeah, this is all for funsies, and maybe if you find a little bit of something that helps, you could listen to it, but I'm not going to tell you to do anything or not do anything, okay? I should have gotten that out of the way earlier, but you know what? That's that. But yeah, go outside more. I... I don't go outside at all. Like, I stay in my house a lot of the time. I don't think I even open my windows or like open my curtains sometimes I go outside if it's like oh I'm running errands with my mommy or I want to go to Barnes and Noble to buy a book but that's the extent of it and going outside it's good for you it's you need the sun the sun is so good for you it is because seasonal then then the clocks turn back and then we all have seasonal depression and we're extra sad I should know I have that not fun not fun at all And it's just also good to go outside, go on a walk, go on a run, do things that get your endorphins going. That's what my therapist said. She said, go on a walk, Sadaf. And I said, okay, I will. And then I didn't. And she's probably going to be really disappointed. No, no, not disappointed. She's probably not going to love that I didn't do that. But it's okay because I can put myself first and give myself that grace that I was really, really busy and really, really stressed, and I didn't have time for a walk. A walk probably would have helped with that, but alas, I do not have time. And that's the third thing I learned. Yeah, going outside is really good for you, being a homebody all day. I get it, but you know you know, cats? You know how cats just lay down in the sun, and they take their naps, and they have a grand old time? Maybe we all just need to do that. You know, maybe we all just need to lay down in the sun like a cat. I wish I could be a cat just to experience what it is to lay down in the sunlight and do a big stretch and do a big yawn and go to sleep. 
sleep for like maybe like 40 minutes and then I wake up and then I do a yawn and then I do a big stretch and then I go eat something. (sighs) I would love that. I would love to be a cat. I should talk to my therapist about that. Anyways, number four of things that I have learned from my therapist. Meditate. Uh, Yeah, meditate as simple as it is. um, Yeah, that's one thing I've learned that I should do and that I guess other people should do. People don't do it enough and it does help a lot. And in my notes, I have written, try and do it more often, idiot, which goes back to the negative self-talk. So in real time, I'm going to go and delete the idiot and I'm going to write, try and do it more often, silly Sadaf. There. I took out the negative and replaced it with something not too negative. Yeah. But even if it's for five minutes, that's what my therapist had me do. For my first homework assignment in therapy, she had me go and meditate for at least five minutes every day. And at first it was really hard because I'd have a lot of anxiety surrounding the meditation it would basically be like oh i don't know if i'm gonna have time and if i meditate i uh, my thoughts are gonna wander and my thoughts are gonna start wandering and i'm not gonna be doing it right and all that silly silly stuff but i mean it did help a little bit like it did help just to have my mind shut up for a little while even then it, it didn't entirely shut up like my brain still talks a lot and my mind it wanders a whole whole lot and I don't absolutely um love that but I mean it's what the mind does you know I don't know if it's possible for the brain to just be quiet entirely but those little moments like the briefest of seconds where it's nothing up there I really value those seconds I know um what's been getting popular instead of white noise has been brown noise I don't I um I haven't read up on the exact difference, but brown noise, if I'm correct, it's like quieter and not as like staticky as white noise. I'm not entirely too sure, but I should try a meditation session with brown noise and see how that goes. Maybe it will serve me, maybe it won't. Uh, I haven't meditated since, excuse me, since that assignment my therapist has given me, so it's been a little while, and... I should do it more because uh, these lessons and these coping mechanisms are something that I should try and implement in my daily life to make myself feel better. And I haven't been doing that, but I will. I will. Right, so the next thing that um, I've learned in my therapist is to let go of things that do not serve you. Um, I have a terrible habit of like holding on to things just because like I'm so, so deathly afraid of change. And I like sticking to what it is that I'm comfortable with, if that involves people, situations, places, ideas, whatever that may be. And it has resulted in a bit of unhappiness for me, I would say, because I'm not able to let go of these things, even if it's not, you know, serving me or making me happy. And I feel like that's such a simple sentiment, you know, to not hold on to things that don't make you happy and that instead are bringing you a lot of misery. And I should maybe be smarter about um, not holding on to these things. But alas, as the title of this podcast suggests, I am 
but a little bozo. I am the court jester. <laughs> That's so sad. But yeah, um, it's something I'll learn to cope with, I guess, that I hope a lot of other people can cope with too. To no longer hold on to things that don't serve them or make them happy. And to once again, go back to the boundaries that they have established and to listen to those boundaries. I feel like a lot of um, growing as a person and not be and just being better is I think really listening to yourself and understanding yourself and listening to what it is that you need at that moment whether that be physically psychologically emotionally all that jazz and I don't think as people we listen to ourselves enough it's very much what other people want or what other people would think or what other people would expect and I'm not in love with like individualistic society in like the western world but i think in that way we should be a little bit more individualistic if that makes sense it probably doesn't make sense tell me if it doesn't make sense i'll pause sit off that makes sense you're okay thank you guys i'm so glad it makes sense for you but yeah i think we can all um benefit from being selfish in that way a little bit just listening to ourselves and respecting ourselves and what it is that we need in that moment Okay, last thing. This I didn't learn in therapy, but this was a little tidbit that my sibling told me. My sibling, they get an honorable mention right here. The honorable mention. They said this over text when I was like losing my mind. And I was like, wait a minute, you're so right. So what they had told me was to not abuse myself by attaching to unattainable people. So if you don't know, I... uh relationships in my life uh are kind of unstable i latch on to people very very quickly and i just struggle a lot with it and it's not great i'll latch on to people and then i'll push them away and i'll be like oh you're terrible and then i'll be like wait i'm sorry i don't know what that was so it was a mess and a part of it involves like latching on to these unattainable people that don't serve me and aren't able to give me like what it is that I need as a person. And I think a lot of us do that. Whether that be in a platonic sense or romantic sense, dating emotionally unavailable people. And the way my sibling phrased it really struck me. You know, don't abuse yourself by doing that. And honestly, they're right. Like it's a cruel thing to do to yourself, and it's not something that I think a whole lot of us can outright control but I think it is something we can be aware and conscious of that we're doing and I think that 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 little tidbit of truth hit me hard you know don't abuse yourself by doing this I mean like I said earlier the world is mean the world is going to humble us and the world is going to be cruel and there are people in our life that are going to be cruel and not the greatest and I don't (sighs) sigh I don't think it's something that we necessarily need to be doing to ourselves. And it's hard. It's a hard mindset to break out of. And like I said earlier, I'm nobody qualified to be giving this advice or to be having you listen to this advice. Again, take it all with a grain of salt. You needn't listen to these words and take them to heart. I could be completely wrong. You know what I mean? But hmm, just some food for thought, you know? Yeah. All right, so how many things was that? One, two, three, four, five, six, 
six I think yeah six things uh I have therapy again on Tuesday so maybe I'll learn another thing I don't know what I'm gonna talk to my therapist about this week um I'll think about it I'll think about it and maybe maybe I'll let you guys know who knows not me I don't know anything as um shown by this silly little episode and no no negative self-talk as shown by this nice episode nice that's a good word methinks yeah it's a good word well, anyways, thank you all so much for listening to my ramblings. Uh, next episode, we'll likely have Jenny back with us. If not, uh, you can always, you know, stay tuned on our social media at Little Bozos Podcast on Instagram. And, you know, please be sure to listen to our episodes, this episode as well on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor, wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, thank you so much for joining me this episode, and I hope you guys continue to keep tuning in. And as always, Jenny won't be able to do it with me right now, but I'll be doing it myself, our outro. Bye bye